Hello, and welcome to the MNC Mindset Podcast, where each week we bring you short conversations on big ideas. My name is Sharon Crook, and I'm joined by my husband, Greg Crook. Together, we run CrossFit MNC in Monroe, North Carolina, where our mission is to help others find their true potential and live healthier, happier lives. Good morning, dear. Good morning. How are you? Uh, you know how I get on rainy days, sleepy, want to eat everything, take naps. Yes. <laughs> it's gross. We're uh, recording this on uh, Thursday, the 17th of September, and I think it's a tropical storm. Some, Is that a what hurricane. I, something, yeah, I'm not sure. But it's been raining pretty much all morning long. Don't put me in much of a mood to to do anything. But it is finally an opportunity for us to yeah. sit down and record a podcast. Um, so what's going on in the world of Sharon right now? Um, well, we, we are one week into a virtual competition that I pretty pleased you into doing with me when I lost my partner. Um we did week one last week, and I think it's a three-week competition that we do at our at our gym. Video submit, and it's you know much like all the other local little competitions that we've done. This one's just more virtual. Um, we did you know pretty well. We had a really good time last week doing the doing the first week. It was two workouts, a strength piece, and kind of a little conditioning piece. And we'll find out what week two has in store for us tonight. They'll announce the workouts. They're doing it much like the open used to do in Thursdays. They announce the workout and you have till Monday to complete it and submit your score. Yeah. It seems to be, well, the, actually the CrossFit game starts tomorrow and that's what they've had just because of COVID they've had to, Yeah. the first stage is online, virtual, you film, submit it. And then, you know, um, there's a little more, a little more high end than what ours is, but, uh, yeah. but that's, that's what most folks are, you know, for competitions. That's about all that's out there right now for, for those that are interested in it. Um, yeah. and if you haven't heard already, we're joined by our two lazy dogs that can't, that has to be right in our business. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Um, it, I think you and Jahala would have made a good team, uh, but she got injured and I didn't mind stepping in. But Coming it out was, of retirement. Yeah. It, yeah. I, said, <laughs> I had literally just told Gary not yeah. <laughs> two days earlier than that, uh, that, that I was all done finished. And this was more of a do the right thing because it's your wife that yeah. asked kind of deal. And it, it's scaled. So I, you know, scaled I, and master. So, yeah. So I, I like, I, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. And um, it was fun. And I enjoyed yeah. just the workouts last week. And, you know, I'm curious to see what we have in store this week, but it's, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah. Is that it? Anything else? Our all six fans need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Three of which might even be related to us. We're not even sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nope, just plugging away, you know, right. doing the deal every day. Cool. All right. So what's today about? All right. So I'm going to kind of take the reins um, over the next few podcasts. Probably we're going to do a kind of a 
mini series, if you will, um, kind of telling our story, how we got started, how CrossFit MNC um, was born in the spirit of today being our eighth birthday, September 17th, eight years ago, we had our first grand opening or first day or whatever. Um, and so much, you know, we've, we've just experienced so much over the last eight years. So I thought we'd kind of share with our community how it all got started and what we've done between then and now and where we see ourselves going. So we're going to talk about that for one to four episodes, <laughs> just depending yeah. on how long winded we get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. De definitely want to keep that open ended. Yeah. Uh, there's um, a lot to, a lot to be said or that could be, I'll try to not go on and on. Well, I, um, I'm going to start off. I, I like for and a lot of folks don't really know where you came from. Um, you know, how you got into fitness, lifting, et cetera. And it, it actually is, you know, kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum from CrossFit. So uh, I'd like for you to start off by telling us kind of what got you started going to a gym or, you know, the gym, um, you know, about how old you were and where, where you went from there. It, it started much earlier than that in my childhood. Um, I was always overweight. Well, from about seven years old on is when I started gaining weight. And every time my mom would take me to the pediatrician for like our yearly checkup or whatever, that was always a topic. Um, and I must have been around 13, 14, something like that. And, and he said, well, if, he said, if, like, I'll never forget it if his name was Dr. Neal. And he said, if, well, if, if we're not going to make the middle smaller, let's make the top bigger. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. He said, you know, start lifting some weights or something like that. And I was all about that. My dad had, um, some of you guys may, you know, recognize this and, and maybe had them or, or your parents did or something, but he had a pretty pretty extensive set of the old concrete weights, the weeder stuff and DP and all that. And, um, I started the summer or no, it was the summer after my 10th grade year, I picked up some magazines and I followed a, this program that I, I found, but I, <laughs> as most people do, I literally bench pressed monday wednesday and friday <laughs> but i was you know not to pat myself on the back but i was i was pretty smart about how i did it those the weights that he had were 4.4 they were the concrete field little plastic weights he had some 4.4s 8.8s then it was 16 something and then there was a few 24s and then he had some 25 pounders that when you could put them on the bars, almost like a plate to me today. Like I thought I was hot shit yeah, when I could do that. That meant something. <laughs> but I literally did sets of five until I couldn't do five. And I would keep that weight until I could do that heaviest load for five. And then I moved everything up 4.4 pounds. Like I started eight pounds heavier. And I did this all summer long. And I rolled into 
high school, my 11th grade year, having done nothing but bench press for 10, 8, 12 weeks. And I kept working out. Well, that hap- it happened to be that year was the first time at Parkwood that they offered a weightlifting class, and I dove right into it. Um, and, you know, and was on the bench press anyway, was one of the strongest. And at, and at one point, I was the second highest bench press in the school. Hmm. Um, so that's where it really all started. And I lifted in weightlifting class. I signed up for it again in 12th grade year. Um, I even went, when I got out of school, I got a membership at the Enterprise, and I went there after school and did accessory work and no real education there. Just like whatever lift we did at school, I did other stuff that would complement that, you know, to the best of my ability, you know, however old I was. And at that point, were you reading a lot and yes i was yeah and it was all that was available right then was um was bodybuilding magazines and i hadn't i hadn't really found or got into powerlifting at that point um but i did i did gravitate more towards like being strong and lifting heavy like that i didn't yeah we every guy that starts lifting weights wants to get big but that really never really was a driving factor for me. Cause I, I never, I never did like 10, 10 different types of curls and, and all that stuff. I, I never really, and I think that's what, you know, that's what I like so much about CrossFit is it's all compound movements, meaning you work a bunch of stuff at one time was I've never been one to do like a bunch of different exercises for, triceps or biceps or any of the pretty muscles like i I just even even early on i never i just never was of interest to me Mm -hmm. i'd rather use a barbell and have a lot of weight on um at that point and so it was i believe believe in your 20s that you discovered powerlifting i don't remember i i remember it was august of 2001 however old I was then. I, I can't math. It, we'll just go it was that. <laughs> late twenties. I might even been 30 then I'm 45 now. Oh, 2001. What is this? That's it's like years. roughly 20 years ago. So you were in your twenties. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I had heard. Of, so between high school and then when I graduated high school, I didn't do anything for about two years. Um, and then went back to the enterprise with, um, a buddy of mine that I know from, from where I I worked with my parents at the concrete plant and he was a concrete finisher. So I started working out with him at five 30 in the morning and, um, he was work. He, I joined his little group. It was him, um, the guy's name was Stony Rush, and, and then one of our current current members. Okay. Not the one you're thinking about. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it was a county commissioner yeah. or something. So no, I was it's, like, no, it's not him. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. Is that's what? Is that what that wasn't him. his real name. But um, anyway, 
And then uh, Buck Mangum, that's a member oh, now. Yeah. Like I worked out with him. Uh, so um, I joined, and my friend's name was Jeff Wallace. So I started working out with him, and um, that's when I found my first program from Ed Cohen. And even back then, this was early '90s, I think, is I was searching for programs to do mm -hmm. like and i i brought it to them and they they all agreed to do it and so so and that was kind of my first i don't know that i was i was coaching them but i but i talked them through the through that program because i'd done all the reading on it mm -hmm. you know what 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 you, you know, weights were supposed to feel like on this week and that week and stuff like that. So I did that for a while and then I stopped doing that. And I don't really remember why, if, if I was having an issue getting there or folks wasn't showing up or something, but anyway, that, that ship sailed, took some time off again. Um, and I had, uh, had gained a significant amount of weight after that point. Um, I had gotten up to, and I like right out of high school, somewhere along in there, I'd always stayed about 185 to 190. Well, I had, I had gained up to 230, 230 or 231 at my heaviest. Hadn't touched a weight in several years. Um, my doctor had put me on blood pressure medicine and um, he gave me a, a diet to, to try. And it was just a, it was a, it was a 1200 calorie diabetic diet. Mm -hmm. And I followed it to the letter for six months and lost 60 pounds. Um, and when I had lost the bulk of the weight, I had started, I gathered up some little bit of used weight stuff and, and kind of had some stuff um, around my house and started working out a little bit and kind of got that itch because I'd always enjoyed it. I just hadn't done it for a while. Um, and I don't know how I found out about it, but there was a, a local bench press competition um, happening at Carolina Fitness. And um, that was in August. And they were having it outside. And, it, and I'd never been to one, so I went. And, um, that's when the bug hit me because I, when I went, I realized that they had weight classes and, and at that point, like I had built a pretty solid foundation on bench press. And, and when I found out there was weight classes and as light as I was and what they were lifting, I was like, I could be competitive. So November of that year, I signed up for my very first one. So, and that was on a Saturday that I went and watched the competition and I joined at Carolina fitness the following Monday. And I, I haven't stopped lifting except for a vacation since and this couple surgeries. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so that, that's when the, the really big journey started, started. Um, well, no, when, when you and I met, you had, um, a, a different group of guys that you were, doing powerlifting with than the one that you, you know, the one of the group that you just mentioned, but 
um, you know, I had never heard of it. So I started working out with you guys and you introduced me to powerlifting and you had, I think, I think fairly organically just kind of assumed the leadership role of the group. Like you were unofficially the coach and like you came up with the programming, you came up with the workouts from day to day, from week to week. Now you might, like, I remember, I think one of the first programs that you, when I jumped in with you, you were doing Windler's three, two or five, three, one. No, I can't that was, remember. Yeah. That was way later. And, and I, you know, and, and to be clear, like I've, I was, yes, I assumed that role, but I never, I never created any of this because I'm not, I'm not, that's not a strength of mine, but what I, I have a pretty good just internal bullshit detector when it comes to looking <laughs> at a program and is this a good one and just finding credible, reputable sources. And, and I, I have that same detector for, for all things that I do. Like there's, there's people that resonate with me that, that align with, with what I value. And that's what I did is I found programs that were effective that, you know, in, in looking back and what, what our core values at the gym, like simplicity and yeah. stuff like that, like there were programs that were simple, they worked and you followed them, but I had a really good understanding of the program. And what I, what I brought to the table was I was always interested in learning about yep. it. Those guys that I was training with, much like our members, they just wanted me to tell them what to do. Yes. They they were loyal. They showed up most of the time, and and if I like if I was running late, like if it was squat day, they didn't do anything until I got there, yep. even though they knew. Like I remember showing up to the gym with index cards with everybody's weight that they were going <laughs> to do that day for squats yeah. for bench press or, or whatever and it just it just happened like but i enjoyed doing that like that was it wasn't work for me yeah like it, and that was that was you know i remember you know as we got to know each other and i became more part of the group and picked up on powerlifting and um you know i just remember watching and, and seeing that like you knew what to do everybody looked to you for what are we doing tonight and how much weight should I do? And, you know, the same things that we see now, you know, and that, and it, but you, that's what I meant. Like you just kind of fell into it naturally because you liked doing it and they liked you doing it. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They didn't, they didn't mind, you know, and it was, it was so, you know, so interesting. Now I can look back, you know, 15 years later and see that same behavior. It's just CrossFit now instead of powerlifting. And, you know, like when we'd have our powerlifting meets, you know, you, everybody looked to you and said, what, what should my attempts be? What, you know, what should I warm up with? And, it, you know, we, we rely on you. We, as a, you know, our CrossFit community relies on you heavily for that same thing. I can't, I mean, every single day you are asked at least five times, what weight should I do? Well, that's, because you just know. Yeah. And that's, that's what I like about you know, it, it was forced on us from COVID, but now I can just go ahead and do it and put it on their whiteboards. Yeah. Anyway. But, <laughs> yeah. but it was, and that's something that I've, I've learned. I learned from other high level coaches 
that and I I don't even like saying it but but that that coach's eye and that ability is a gift. It is. Like I can I can watch somebody do whatever it is. You know, now it's expanded, but, but back then it was, I can watch bar speed on a squat and know if, all right, you can make a 20 pound jump. No, you got about five pounds yep. left in you or no, you're done. Like that's, that's all that's there. Um, and it was different, you know, and, and even then I knew each one of them, like, like it was something we used, like, like I knew certain people could, if I talked enough shit to them, like <laughs> if they got mad enough, they could do yeah. 10 more pounds or 20 more pounds or, you know, I, but you can't, some of that can be learned over, over time and experience. But a lot of times it ain't like I saw it at so many competitions. Handlers is what we called them. Like the, you know, the people that were, that were helping, you know, a, a given competitor, calling numbers for them and like they would be failing openers and stuff like this. And all I wanted to do was go over there and like, dude, what in the <laughs> hell? Like, were you thinking that this cat struggled with that weight? How on earth did you think he was going to do 50 pounds more? Yeah. And, but it's, they just didn't, they just didn't know they didn't have that eye. And, and that I don't, it was given to me. I, cause I didn't, I didn't do anything specifically. It wasn't, a book I read or anything like that. It, it just, really, just kind of developed. I've, and I've, I've seen it and I've watched it even, you know, develop even more. And then you know, now versus then I see you work with um, a lot more people day to day than, you know, the, the four or five that we used to power lift with. And, you know, and of course much more moving in different, different movements and more, you know, some complex, some simple, but it's um, genuinely like I, sometimes I'm just like in awe of your ability to see what you see and know what you know in, in a seemingly effortless way. Yep. You know, I've, I've read the same things that you've read, you know, I took the course, but, and I'm just, I don't have that. I never will because it's, it's not a gift that I have. I can be, you know, okay at it, but I, I, I see, you know, like just watch somebody for a few minutes and then you're like, okay, when you do this, 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 and I'm going, huh, I'm still trying to remember their name. You know? <laughs> well, and that's, I'm very, very thankful to, to have that. I'll just call it a gift. It um, is, yeah. There's, but there, but all coaches have a gift. That just happens to be mine. I'm not, there's some coaches that can program so well. And they even, even how to communicate, you know, certain movements and stuff like that. Cause I'm not the best at that. I, I know what I know. Um, but I also know what I don't know. And I, and I don't try to pretend that I do. Um, and that's, that's one thing that's very important to me is, is to be authentic and, and again, circles back to our core values. That's yeah. why their core values is to be humble enough to know, you know, where my strengths are and, and where they aren't. And I, I'd really try my best not to go, outside of, of, of my scope of practice and what, and what I'm confident in, in saying and doing and, and, you know, delivering as, as a coach, 
to to anyone that walks in our door. But but I am, you know, if I could pick, I don't know that I would pick anything different yeah. other than being able to, to do that. Um, because if I could create the greatest program in the world, but I couldn't articulate it or lead people through yeah. it, like is <laughs> Then that's well, and but I mean, each each of those gifts has value. Yeah, the, um, for sure. You know, um, luckily for for us and our community, we've found some people that can do the programming, and we buy it, and then yeah. <laughs> and then you coach it. <laughs> yeah, and that's like I and that's like it's just what like I've been doing that. Yeah. Since the nineties. Yeah. Like I searched out people that knew more than I did, that I trusted, and. And that's what they were good at. So I used that. Like, I, there's no point in me reinventing the wheel. It doesn't have to be Greg's workout. Like, I don't care. I don't mm -hmm. have ego in that regard. And, and some folks do. Um, but if it's good and it's, and it's something that I understand and that resonates with me and, and that, you know, that I feel like is effective for, for me or for our members in this, in this particular situation or, you know, for our gym, um, yeah, I'm going to use it. Like, shit, I don't, I don't care who'd come up with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know. um, well, that's, it's really interesting. And I, I actually even learned a couple of things that I didn't know about where you started and a couple of things or a couple of experiences that you had. So um, I think we're actually going to wrap things up for this episode. <laughs> yeah. And I told you, yeah, could, there's a lot. <laughs> um, so I'll, uh, I'd like to amend my initial statement about two to four episodes. This might be more than that, um, but that's okay. I think that um, we've got a lot to share with you guys about, you know, the, the story of CrossFit MNC. Um, so next time, I think we'll kind of ease into how, you know, wrap up our kind of powerlifting and, um, how we found CrossFit and what that did for us. So we'll start there next time. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before we um, close it out? For a second, I thought like I did, but it's left me. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch it on the next one that comes back to us. Uh, but uh, no, this is, I like people knowing. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about, and I thought, you know, there's so many people that don't know yeah, we got the a, story. A, you know? a bunch of a bunch of new folks that that haven't re like, you know, we've mentioned bits and pieces, but but I don't know that we've ever written, spoke of like the whole mm -hmm. thing, like all the ins and outs. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I'm looking forward to it. All right, um, we'll shut it down there. Uh, thank you guys for listening so far, and um, hopefully we won't be too long before I can pin Sharon down. Um, <laughs> or we can both me. be in the, <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing it under the bus, but hopefully we can both be in the same point for longer than 15 minutes so we can uh, record the next episode. But thanks for listening, yeah. and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Take care, guys.